welcome to episode 35 of Set Your Mind to It with Michaela Campbell. This is a podcast where I share personal advice, tips and life experiences to help like-minded, ambitious young women set their mind to it and achieve their goals. Welcome back for another episode. I have been meaning to do this one for two weeks now, so I have been tossing up a couple of different ideas what I wanted to record for today's episode. And I was thinking because I've been struggling to get back into the podcast that maybe I was going to do an episode on all or nothing thinking because that's one thing that I find I've struggled with. But alas, that is not the case. Today I actually, or even this weekend, so it's been two weeks of tossing. I had some, I've got lots of ideas at the moment. That's not an issue. I've got lots of ideas flowing to me. I say this quite often, I like to pick something that's feeling quite relevant so that I have the most to speak about and share with you because I think that's just always going to be the most helpful if it's something that's kind of going on for me or that's popping up that there's some examples I can throw to you and often that is the case that it's something that's happened in my week that can relate to the topic because it just gives me a little extra edge when I talk about it I guess. So instead of doing the all or nothing mindset I thought we would discuss the scarcity versus abundance mindset. This is something that is super important if you're wanting to create your dream life because if you don't have an abundance mindset, it just you can't achieve any of the things that you want. You won't you'll limit yourself if you have a scarcity mindset. And this is something that I have experienced myself because I've had such a bad scarcity mindset for so long. And I'll dive into all of this. So I thought for today's topic, like the way I'll do it though, is tell you about the both mindsets in case you haven't heard about it. And then I'll give you some tips on how to increase your abundance mindset because I think my life has changed quite a lot this year when I'm letting myself have an abundance mindset and I want to share what's actually worked for me to do that. So I'll give you some tips and I'll give you my examples because as always, personal tips and advice and experiences is what this podcast is because we're flying solo and that's how I relate most to other people and hopefully you relate when I share my own experiences as well. So let's dive straight into it, shall we? So I looked up, first of all, the definitions. I've read a few books on it, but often if you Google these mindset terms, there's kind of comes up, um, it's actually the book looking at me right now as soon as I look to my little shelf, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. He mentions the scarcity and abundance mindset in that book. And basically he says that a scarcity mindset is seeing life, this isn't a direct quote, but it's described as seeing life as a finite pie. So if one person takes a big piece, leaves less for everyone else. So it's not just in money that we're talking about with this mindset it can be in all different areas but it does show up a lot with money I've definitely noticed that for myself but it's really just in terms of resources and energy and time and money I guess everything if you've got a scarcity mindset you think there's only a limited amount of it a limited amount of resources and if you take it you're taking it from someone else and I think this is really interesting when you think about it How many of us cap ourselves with our earning potential? And I think so many people are happy to sit in that middle income bracket of they're not low income, but they're not high income earners and they don't try to earn more because I think a little bit in the back of their brains, it's thinking that if I earn 
hundreds of thousands, that's taking money away from other people because people often view money as a limited resource, which it's not. In the world that we live in, money is not a limited resource. Like there's people that earn billions and there's still more money. Like if you want to create wealth for yourself, you can. There's always an abundance of money. And even I struggle to accept that. I'm still working on really, really believing that. But I think as a society, we're pretty programmed to think that if we earn money, that's money that someone else then won't be able to earn. So a lot of people kind of limit themselves because they don't want to be selfish. We're trying to be a good moral person. But I've heard people say it in this way, that it's actually more selfish to not earn more because you can't give, you can't donate, you can't choose where you want your money to go. So by not earning more, you're not having that impact. So you might think, oh, I'm being selfish if I earn too much because I'm taking away from others. Well, no, you're being selfish really by not earning that much because you can't give and be that charitable person that can actually make the difference. Because if we look at all those, not all, but often we see a lot of these wealthy, successful people who have millions or billions of dollars and they are the most impactful because they have the ability to donate money and they can really impact true change because they've got the money and we don't call, or well, it depends who you speak to I guess, but I wouldn't personally call them selfish for having millions or billions of dollars and not that anyone has to give, but if that's your reason for not earning money, then you're going to limit yourself because you will be able to give and have a bigger impact if you do earn more. So this is just in the using money as an example because I think it's a very clear cut example of the scarcity mindset versus the abundance mindset. But it can apply for anything, resources, energy, like I don't know, anything that there is in the world, it's your view on is there enough for everyone to go around or not. And I think a lot of us have just been conditioned to believe that there's not enough, which there is, there most definitely is. So then on the flip side of that scarcity mindset is the abundance mindset, which is that there is more than enough resources for everyone. And if you take it, it's not taking it away from anyone. So literally just the opposite. And if you have an abundance mindset, you can have such a bigger impact on the world. And if you're listening to this, I know that you're driven. I know that you have goals and I know that you want to make an impact and do something. So you need to have an abundance mindset if you want to achieve that. And so let me give you a few tips on what I think will help you to get that abundance mindset. I've found these things to be the most useful for me. As per usual, I did a little Google before this and I had a look and uh, some of the tips that I read, I was like, these aren't really that helpful. So I've picked things that have actually helped me and I think they'll help you as well. So the first one, I wrote them all down, but I think this is the one that you need to address first because I think for me, it was probably the biggest thing I noticed because it's underlying everything, which is changing your thoughts and your language about money or about resources. I'm going to probably refer to money a lot because for me, that's where my scarcity mindset has shown up the most. But that's not to say that this might not apply in some other area of your life. But for example, I had a really 
strong scarcity mindset around money. I had spent years and years and years, years, yeah, so like four or five years saving for a house and I got there, got the deposit, got the mortgage, house is being built. However, that discipline and that level of budgeting definitely put me in a scarcity mindset and I was a uni student so like things were tight and I wouldn't do it differently or maybe I would but it got me where I wanted to be and it taught me lots of discipline and it had the end result but definitely my mindset around money was impacted by how scarce I was with the money I let myself spend and I picked up a lot of terms being like I would say I can't afford that or that's expensive um, that costs so much or you know all those terms that we hear just I can't afford that that kind of language that is a scarcity mindset and I realize how often I say that like I say it a lot and I really need to actually (laughs) pull myself up on it because I would say it about everything and it was then like you don't realize how much that ebbs and flows and trickles to all other areas so I might say that about clothes or food or whatever and then I wouldn't actually spend the money that I needed to spend and it stops you from initially it starts as you know not being willing to spend little things on you might think like material items like clothes and that's what I thought I was like oh well that's expensive that's a waste of money Or, you know, you hear people say that money doesn't grow on trees. Also another example of a scarcity mindset. But if you have that about those material items, it flows on to your willingness to give or to invest in yourself. And there's going to be some examples of how to increase your abundance mindset. But I realized I was in such a scarcity mindset in every area and it was trickling through to everything. I wasn't willing to spend any money on myself in any area. I went through a phase where I didn't buy any new clothes for so long. Like I would just try and get through on the bare minimum. I was like, oh, well, I'm being materialistic. I don't need clothes. Actually, I did a post today about how I've really embraced fashion and jewelry and I didn't even put this in there, but false lashes, all these things that I've always been like, that's so materialistic. I don't need that. Well, no, I don't need it, but it's all part of, okay, this is me jumping into my second dot point really, but buying these things, even though they're materialistic, allowing yourself to have an abundance mindset, teach yourself that there's enough money to be able to buy those things really helped and is helping me get out of that scarcity mindset. But I'm going to come back to that because I'm not finished with changing a language. So change your words around those materialistic things or it might be your bigger ticket items or whatever it is change it from that's expensive to I don't value that any kind of variation of that thought or language of oh that's not a priority for me because it's never the price point we spend 20 30 40 50 60k on a car we spend hundreds of thousands on houses millions and we don't say well, you probably do say that's expensive, but we don't bat an eye. But then we might say, oh, that's expensive when, you know, a takeaway lunch is $15 or something. So it's all relative. It's all about your perspective. And you get to choose what you think is or isn't expensive. And I would just erase that word, if you can, expensive from your vocabulary. And if something 
is outside of your price range, just be like, I don't value that. That's not a value or priority for me and therefore you're not purchasing because that doesn't provide value to you and that's fine but it's not that it's expensive it's that it's not aligned with or you can say that doesn't align with my values or it doesn't align with my purpose or whatever it might be like just put it in perspective of you are choosing not to purchase that because it's not of value or priority to you it's not that it's too expensive because if it's something's fifteen dollars you can afford that. It's not that it's expensive. It's just not a priority to you or it's not worth that much to you. You can say, oh, that's not worth that much to me. It's not expensive though. So that's one thing I've found. I still catch myself on that a lot, but really, really handy to kind of pull out that language and not do it anymore. Okay, so that was number one. Change your language and your thoughts about it. So no more things are too expensive because that is a scarcity mindset. We want to be full of abundance and believe we do have enough. And it's really empowering to believe that you do have enough, but you're choosing not to spend it on that thing because you get to choose. And that gives you back the power rather than being like, that's so expensive, I can't afford that. I'm choosing not to purchase that. The power of thinking that you could purchase it if you wanted to, super, super powerful. And I even found this, I for so long would tell myself, oh, I can't afford that. I can't afford that. It's too expensive. I had so much savings for the house that I've been working on for a long time to build up that if I wanted any of these things, I could buy them. It wasn't that it was too expensive. It wasn't that I couldn't afford it. Um, Or even sometimes I would say, oh, I'm broke. I wasn't. If I wanted these things, I had money saved away there, tens of thousands. I was like, if I wanted these things, I could buy it. So then to change my thoughts to tell myself I could buy that, but it's not a value or a priority for me right now. My priority is the house. I'm choosing not to purchase that at that price. It flipped the script for me because then all of a sudden you go from thinking, oh, I could do it. And that's an abundance mindset. I could buy it but I'm not going to. It gives you the power to think, oh, I'm choosing not to. It's not that I can't have it because if you think I can't have it, but I want it, there's so much lack and scarcity around that. You want to really feel that you are choosing not to and it just puts you back in the driver's seat, gives you the control again of your life and you don't feel like you're left wanting for more when you realize you could buy it, but you're just choosing not to. And when you've got money in savings, a lot of the time there's things that you could afford, but you're choosing it's not a priority for you. So change that language about what is a priority. It's not expensive. You're not broke. You're just choosing that it's not a priority for you or that doesn't provide value to you at that price point. Cool. So that's number one. (laughs) And then I think what we'll go into number two, which one? I've just chucked them all down and I'm not sure which one I think I want to give to you next. I think learning to spend freely. Yeah. So I found this was really important. This is kind of what I started talking about before is that allocating play money and allowing yourself to spend freely is actually one of the best things I've done this year is that I've been really, I know how to budget. I've saved for a house. That was not an issue in terms of I'm really quite disciplined with my money, knowing where it's all going, tracking it all. For me, it was actually hard to be quite free and throw it around. And there's, um, people that are spenders and there's people that are savers and that's how potentially comes down to your scarcity or abundance mindset a little bit if you're a spender you probably have more of an abundance mindset than a saver 
but I'm a saver through and through. So to make myself spend. So this might be opposite for you if you're a spender, but from my experience being a saver and thinking there's not enough, I've got to hold on to everything. The best thing I did was give myself, I would like pay myself and I still do. I pay myself every week, even though I get a fortnightly pay and I tell myself this money is allocated for me to spend. There's a couple of different ways you can do this. For me, I allocate it for everything like my food, um, shopping, fuel, like all my living expenses are covered with that amount of money for the week. And I probably need to readjust because I'm still going over. I'm still spending over. So I probably haven't actually completely accurately tracked the amount that I'm actually spending. But basically the idea is go through, if you can figure out how much you actually need or how much you do spend week to week, then just allocate it and then make it okay that you're going to spend it. You're going to use that money because what I used to do would be try to save as much as possible. Everything needed to be cost saving. Like if I could save money wherever I could, that was the goal, not to spend money. But that's not a great way to live. Like there's a lot of things I missed out on that. I'm like, I wish I had have just freely spent a bit more money. The amount of time I would waste trying to save money. Like it was just crazy the things I would do. So if you can try to completely flip that and let yourself actually spend the money. So allocate money to yourself like might be $300 or however much you need, depends if it's one person, two people, kids, all of those things are going to change how much you're going to need to spend. But go through, work out what your spending roughly is and then let yourself spend it guilt-free because that's a big thing with the scarcity mindset or for me anyway. I felt a lot of guilt anytime I'd spend money because I was like, oh, I need to save, I need to save, there's not enough. And this whole there's not enough is not an empowering belief it feels crap and then you miss out on things and also it's not true because there is enough (laughs) and so trying to flip that script change that narrative and giving yourself permission to spend I think is an awesome way to do it so you can either do it by allocating your whole amount for your you know daily living expenses for a week's worth whatever but another way that I hear it talked about a lot and is a good way to do it as well is to allocate yourself a lot of people like to break it down in percentages but give you 10% or give yourself 10% of your income as just play money so often it's like 30% for your rent or mortgage another percent for something like your living expenses then the last must be 30 40 and then another 30 I think but then you've got three 10% and one of those 10% should be for giving one should be for play money and one should be for investing or saving, I think. But the idea is that give yourself 10% play money to just completely blow. And if you're a really, really, really bad or good <laughs> saver, depending on your mindset, but if you're a really strong saver, let's say, really in that scarcity mindset of having to hang on to every cent, force yourself to spend the 10% to actually, and I probably need to do this because I'm still trying to like I'm not perfect at all I've come a little ways but I'm by no means out of the mindset I still would love to be saving like because that's my night my kind of go-to nature I keep on falling back to that old thought pattern and like it's really easy to do so I completely understand if you struggle with this it's always going to be a roller coaster and a journey it's not just a get there and you're done but I probably should do this myself is allocate 10% and actually make myself spend it on fun and free things but I kind of am doing that so 
This is what I've done this year is, for example, I've wanted false lashes, like eyelash extensions since, what, two or three years ago? And at the time I was in uni, I was like, no, that's not a priority for me. But at the time I was saying, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. I was like, if I get started, I'll get addicted and I won't be able to stop. Like, I want to keep doing it. So I knew myself well enough to know that once I started, I'd like to keep doing it, which is true. I have kept doing it. But I didn't let myself do it because I was like, I can't afford it. And at the time, it wasn't a priority. So that's okay. But then I finished uni. I've got the house. And now I'm like, well, hang on a second. What am I still saving for? It's still good to save. And I'm also going to talk about like investing and giving. That's going to be super important as well. But I think for if you're like me and you're really set in your saving nature and that scarcity mindset, teaching yourself that you can actually spend money on yourself in a, this isn't an investment. Like this is just a play money just to do things that you want, like to be able to spend money on things that you want, not need game changer because all I would do is spend money on things that I needed if I didn't need it I wouldn't buy it like the amount of things I would try not to buy at the grocery like when I did my grocery shop or at the supermarket I was like if I don't need it I'm not buying it and I would just go without and it was not a nice feeling so to buy something that I wanted like lash extensions they're not exactly the cheapest (laughs) Um, but it was something that I really wanted and I thought about it I was like it's going to add convenience I'm going to enjoy looking at like the look of them I've always worn mascara since year seven so it's something that I know I like and I want to do it and so I finally only a couple of months ago actually went and got some lash extensions and it doesn't have to be something like um you know based in makeup or be materialistic but for me it was something I'd wanted for so long to give myself permission to do that was super freeing because the biggest realization that you teach your brain when you actually action this because you can say oh I can afford it but when you actually action it you show your brain that you have enough you put yourself in an abundance mindset by going okay I can afford that I want it and I'm going to have it and it shows your brain that there is enough because for me I'm still saving but I was telling myself oh I can't afford that and I can And if I want to, if I want to make that a priority, I can. Just you've got to choose and recognize that it's not that it's too expensive. It's just does it line up with your values? Is it a priority to you? And I would encourage you to find something that there's something you really wanted and just go for it and spend money on it because then this started to flow into all other areas of my life. But there's some other examples as well. And again, these are more like materialistic examples, but these are the things that I really struggled with because I was like, well, I don't need them, so I didn't buy them. And that's why I think it's good to hear someone say, it's okay to spend it on that. If you're a spender, you're probably not going to relate to this at all. You probably already are in an abundance mindset with your money, I guess, in a little bit in the sense that you're happily willing to spend it because you believe you do have enough money. Or perhaps you still feel guilty and that there's not enough money, but you've gotten into bad habits. And that's probably a whole other episode about discipline and (laughs) budgeting but I think for me telling myself that it's okay to buy clothes that I want I'd be like oh I don't need that I've got one pair of jeans telling myself that it's okay to want a couple of different pairs of pants just because I like them and they look good I went shopping yesterday and I liked two dresses and I'd gone in for one I was like I'm going to buy both because I want them both (laughs) whereas in the past I would have been like I have to pick one and that's it because I can only 
I only need one. That was the difference. I only need one, but it's okay to buy the things that you want because that's the abundance mindset that if you want something and, you know, don't just go crazy and waste your money because then that's not a value. But for me, it was a value because it makes me feel good. It's a way to express myself. I remember feeling crappy when I couldn't show up as the best version of me. When you're putting in effort into yourself and looking after yourself, you turn up differently and this is what my post was a little bit about today is that you show up differently when you're loving yourself and if part of loving yourself is buying clothes that you love and feel good in, then fucking do it. Like go and buy the clothes that you like and for me that's also been jewellery. Again, didn't buy any jewellery because I was like I can't afford it, it's not worth it, I don't need it. And it's like well no I don't need it but it's a want and it just then translates and again you might be thinking oh but you're spending this money on yourself. Well this is what I thought as well it's okay to spend money on yourself because you've got to start somewhere and you might start with the other two that I'm going to talk about, which is investing and giving. But I found for me that if I wasn't willing to spend money on myself, then I wasn't spending money in any other areas either. So this little bit of play money is a really fun way to start with it if you're really struggling because it just takes you out of that feeling of there isn't enough and that's a shit feeling to have. So I think this is a fun way to start with it give yourself either 10% or it can even be you just set a certain amount of money like you might only want to set yourself $50 a week to spend but give yourself permission to blow it like to blow the money like if you're really bad you might have to be like I'm going to spend it no matter what because otherwise you want to save it if you're in a real scarcity mindset another example of this is I have a background as a personal trainer work as a physio so I know how to train myself and do weights but I like the idea of having a personal trainer for technique and so I could lift heavier but again I was like well that's a want I don't need it because I can do my own sessions like I don't need someone there but it was something I wanted and that's still an investment so this kind of ties into my next topic which or next dot point which will be investing in yourself and this kind of crosses over between the investing but also the play money is that for so long I was like well I'm not going to hire a PT because I don't need one But I wanted one and that was something I did before the lashes. I did that at the, what, start, middle of the year, maybe middle of the year. And again, that all just kind of had a flow and effect that I showed myself, oh, I can afford to have a PT once a week. And then I was like, well, if I can afford that, I can afford lashes. And I gave up one and then I realized, wait, I can do both. So I'm still working on it because I was like, oh, well, I can only afford one, but keep working on it because the more you do this the more your brain realizes oh you can afford that and then the more of an abundance mindset you have the more that you're willing to spend the more that you'll attract back like I really do believe that you've got to be willing to spend money to get money which then goes into my next point which is you've got to invest in yourself and this is something I wasn't doing I guess in a sense you might say that my four-year university degree was investing in myself but considering my passion is like personal development I wasn't paying anyone for any kind of help and I truly believe that if you want to take yourself to the next level that you need to invest in yourself but I wasn't doing it and it's only in the past month or two that I've started to really crack the shell and actually go nah let's go let's actually invest in myself and the abundance mindset is really starting to come through and I really think it's a flow and effect because the first thing I did was one, I got the PT at the start of the year. And then because I'm still in my budgeting myself, I was like, oh, I can only have one little splurge area because I was like, I still want to kind of keep the budget under like con- 
bit of control and then I think getting like lashes and buying clothes and just being allow like allowing myself to spend that money then showed me that I can also spend that money on investing in myself so it flowed from one area to the other so play money then turned into being willing to invest in myself and then I made a huge investment and I even heard the scarcity mindset when I told others that I'd spent this much so I did a course I did two courses actually I did a coaching course and I did a three-day business course and both of those together came to eight thousand Australian dollars and for me like it was a lot of money but I was also willing to pay that because of how much of a priority that was and months ago I wouldn't have even considered it but I was aware that money is just a way to represent like the value that something is to you so the more money that you spend on something like an investment in yourself some kind of education or whatever it might be is going to be reflected the more you spend the more you value that item the more you're going to put into it the more you'll get out of it so I knew that if I paid that much money for it I was going to make it work because I was like, well, I have to, I value this. I'm going to put in effort and energy. So I was happy to pay that amount, but I could hear in people around me, a lot of people aren't used to people spending money on themselves and investing in themselves, especially in a personal development sense. It's not probably the norm, but I highly encourage you to do it because it's how you're going to stand apart from the rest. You have to invest in yourself. So I did this $8,000 course and I still felt like I have a little like a few to do's that I was like, well, if I want to start, because I mentioned this in the last podcast episode, but I'm going to very shortly in the next few weeks, hopefully launch a coaching business. So keep an eye out on that if you're interested on my Instagram. But um, I realized that I can't be a coach if I don't have a coach. I knew that, but I hadn't actioned it yet because still that scarcity mindset is still holding me back. It's still, it's a work in progress to overcome, but I knew that I needed to have a coach and it was in the back of my mind. So I reached out to someone who is doing exactly what I want to do is steps ahead of me, has done, you know, started from nothing and built her way up. I reached out to her and have signed up after a bit of a chat and figuring out if it'd be a good fit and been like, yes, I know this is what I need. This is exactly what I need. And I'd be such a hypocrite if I'm not willing to spend money on myself, but I want people to spend money with me. It's like, no, I need to be investing in myself as well. So I've invested $2,000 for three months of coaching with her. And I think like just going from where I was a few months or a year ago to now being able to spend like 10K on just investing in myself and my own personal development and my own you know passions and wanting to develop my own business being able to actually put money into that like that much I would never have even fathomed that so investing in yourself is key and so that's where you can also go if you like the 10% rule you can invest 10% of your income to yourself if you want to kind of budget it and break it down and then The next point I have is giving and this is one I think I still struggle with and again I'm going to keep reiterating it because I want you to know you're not alone. I'm not perfect with this at all but giving is such an important one and it's one that I'm like I'm working on them all but it's the one I struggle I think uh, the most because when you're in a scarcity mindset to give your money away means you have to believe 
that you have enough. So it'd probably be, I probably should have put it as number one really. And for myself, even that if you can give your money away, not all of it, (laughs) you can if you want, but give some of your money to a good worthy cause, whatever it might be that you feel passionate about, or it might be give some money to a homeless person on the street, whatever it is. If you can tell your brain, there's enough, I can give it away. That launches you into the abundance mindset. I tried this and I haven't done as well as I'd like. I wanted to, you know, I find that donating to charities online kind of feels a bit impersonal. You don't know exactly how much of your money is actually going to be put to work and how much gets put to other costs and fees associated with running a business. So I was like, well, you know what I'll do is I'll try and have some cash on hand and give it to, I would, when I was working at my other job, I'd always see homeless people on the intersection. I was like, I'll give them money, but I have not been nowhere near as consistent nor as generous as I would like to be. And so I know I've still got a long way to go and it's okay to not be an A plus student with all of this. And doing this episode is also just a little reflection for me that I need to step it up and keep on working on the giving area because it is so powerful. It means that you're going to have an impact because you're giving away. It might be time, it might be money, but being willing to give find a way that you can contribute because it teaches yourself your brain that there is more than enough there is ample there is plenty there is resources for everyone you're not going to go without if you give and this is what all of the most successful people say that you know you've got to be able to give when you don't have much because for example if you can't give ten dollars out of a hundred when you're starting up you're not going to be able to give a hundred thousand dollars out of a million still the same percentage of your income still only 10 percent but the ten dollars out of a hundred seems a lot easier to give ten dollars away than it does to give a hundred thousand dollars away out of a million so from everything that i've heard all the successful wealthy people say you've got to start giving at the start you can't just wait till you have more because it won't get easier to give you might give smaller percentages away and that might feel more comfortable for you. But if you don't get in the habit of it, it still won't feel comfortable. So this is something I really want to work on. And I think it's really important that we all make this a priority, giving to others so that we, one, help others and have an impacting sense of contribution, but teach ourselves that there is enough resources. This is a great way to get into your abundance mindset. And then where else? What did I have? A few more. I also think it's really important to surround yourself with people with the abundance mindset. I am very acutely aware these days of when people around me say, I can't afford to do that. Um, It's a choice and that's fine. But when I'm working so hard on my own language to not tell myself I can't afford that, when you've got people saying that, if it happens enough, it just drops into your subconscious and it makes it really hard. So if you can, surround yourself with people that have that abundance mindset, that are willing to spend their money on themselves, on others, give it away. And that was also another example that I was thinking about when I was writing my dot points for giving. Sometimes, and this is kind of where I've been working on it at the moment, giving to strangers or to random organizations can feel a bit detached and you don't really feel like it's doing anything so what you can try to do and this is what I'm trying to do is start with those close to you start you know buying someone's meal without expecting them to reciprocate the next time 
or buying them a gift or that's probably one thing I've been working on more is spending more money on gifts I, I would even hate when birthdays came around and have to spend money because it didn't fit into my budget when I was really 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 in the depths of my scarcity mindset so being willing to spend a bit more on gifts I know how much like some of my best friends appreciate it when I just you know buy them you know a bouquet of flowers for their birthday for example and it's a little thing and at the end of the day you're not going to remember that $70 you spent on the flowers but it's the difference between like a $20 you know little something versus a beautiful bouquet of flowers people appreciate it and it's not the fact that you spent a certain amount of money but it's the fact that there's a sentiment and you've been willing to give them something of yours which is at the end of the day it's your money but people appreciate it so much so I think sometimes giving in that sense to those around you buy them a meal buy them a gift uh, it doesn't always have to be money do something for them but I think money again is a really clear example of a transfer or an exchange of something that makes it very clear of, of where you stand whereas sometimes it's a bit harder to measure how much energy you're giving to someone or time you can measure but I think money is often where people pull up with some issues with this so going back to surround yourself with abundant people who are also willing to do that and reciprocate that for you who are also generous and that's a big thing I think it's a generosity thing sometimes and so for me I actually have a bit of a little thing where I really really like it when if you're going for lunch or dinner or out for coffee with a friend or with someone you're dating or a partner I really love it when you don't get too antsy about splitting it down the middle when you go oh if you get this one I'll get the next one because it's just that a little bit more generous it feels a little bit more abundant to be I'll get it don't worry about it oh you got it last time that's fine like just not even keeping track of who got it last time or who got it this time but just being willing to I'll get this for you and if they're also in an abundance mindset it will come back around because when you put out that abundance mindset you're in that energy it gets reciprocated and it because you're teaching your brain that there is enough it comes back around people will reciprocate that energy so you don't have to worry about that not being reciprocated and that you're going to be you know um taken advantage of unless you've got really shitty friends but then that comes back to surround yourself with people with an abundance mindset and also just good people as well and then this will be a non-issue so Nothing like surrounding yourself with people that are going to pull you up rather than pull you down. I'm really, really passionate about that and trying to create that for myself at the moment by creating networks with people, reaching out to people, asking people to, you know, I read in a book at the moment that I'm reading, read in a book that I'm reading, obviously, (laughs) um, how there's like an accountability partner. So I reached out to someone who I connected with through the coaching course I was like hey I know we've said this but like let's do it I need an accountability partner and I would never have reached out to someone before like that but creating that network of people around you that are going to pull you up that think like you and whether that's for the abundance mindset or for some other area of your life it's so important to surround yourself with those people I think it can be make or break for the quality of your life they normally say that the quality of your life is the sum of the five people that you're closest with and I'm really truly passionate about that so keep that in mind for the abundance mindset as well all right that's my dot point so the very last one is gratitude and this is one that I think I need to practice myself more but 
you can do this so many ways. I'm not going to make this an episode on episode episode <laughs> um, on gratitude because I think that needs to be its whole own episode. I'm not sure. I might have already done one before. But gratitude, just taking the time to appreciate everything that you do have because there is nothing like being grateful for what you have to realize that you do have an abundance. If you're listening to this podcast, it means that you have the technology to listen to a podcast such as a phone or a laptop some kind of device which means you've obviously a middle income ish person you've got money basically you're not in a third world country therefore we do have an abundance like we are so lucky and I think we take for granted that we are in abundance just by where we live and where we're born like we're so so lucky but we forget to appreciate how much we do have uh, compared to others so sometimes just taking a step back and realizing that even if you would have a very very simple life just because you're in a first world or maybe even a second world country don't know where you're listening to this from but you know if you're privileged enough to be able to listen to this podcast I think it's safe to assume that you do have an abundance you have the necessities to live and you've probably got things that make your life really nice there might be things that you want but that's where your abundance mindset can come into play because I think if you're willing to spend the money, like this whole episode has been kind of about being willing to spend and be in that abundance mindset, it'll come back around tenfold. And that's something I'm hoping to see with the investments that I've made in myself that that money I've spent will come back around tenfold. Like I'm trusting and believing and that's what the abundance mindset is. That If you spend it, it will come back around. There is enough for everyone. You're not taking it from anyone else. It's not selfish. So, yeah. Be grateful for everything that you do have, whether you want to practice your gratitude by writing, be by just thinking it, um, setting aside some time. There's so many different ways to practice gratitude, but maybe just as you're laying in bed tonight, tell yourself three things that you're grateful for and just kind of let yourself sit with that for a moment and try and make that a daily habit if you can. I definitely need to try and do this more because then you're going to just propel yourself even further into that abundance mindset. So that is episode 35, scarcity versus abundance mindset. I hope that it's been helpful. I hope that some of this has resonated with you or that it's given you something to think about or something actionable to take away and do, even if you just pick one of these dot points. So whether you choose to change your language, whether you choose to allocate yourself some play money, whether you choose to invest in yourself, whether you choose to give some money away or give to others or whether you change the people that you surround yourself with or you just practice some gratitude tonight, whether it's any of those six things, pick one of them and see how you go, give your energy to one of them and then you can come back around and try and keep on working away on the different areas. You're not going to get it overnight. It's going to take time to change the mindset. But if you set your mind to it, you can definitely do it. So Let me know if you have anything that you found helpful or useful. I'm on Instagram. If you'd like to send me a message, it's Michaela Campbell. Check my name in the podcast description if you're not sure how to spell it. And I would love to hear what you're finding helpful or what you'd like to hear more of. So thanks so much for listening and I'll chat to you guys next time. Bye.